Good morning, everyone. Welcome to your D1T and 5 for the morning of Monday, June 28th, 2021. I'm Connor Newcomb, and let's get right into the biggest stories from the weekend. D1 baseball headliner Kendall Rogers submits a thorough report on the developments that led to NC State exiting the College World Series due to COVID-19 protocols. NCAA Managing Director of Championships and Alliances Anthony Holman said, quote, It's important to note that this testing approach has been working with other championship events. When you look at the championships we have conducted, only two have been in a bubble. And for the most part, the championships have been successful in keeping COVID away. Our data continues to show that student-athletes are not contracting this from competition. Rogers' day-to-day timeline indicates, quote, On Tuesday, the NCAA sought out NC State to find out which members of the traveling party Avent was referring to when he said some of our guys have a bug. Those persons were identified and when tested on June 22nd were negative. Between Tuesday and Friday, June 25th, NC State attempted to have the roommate of the first individual tested each day to potentially test out and be able to pitch. That request was not granted, though the individual wound up testing positive later in the week anyway. NC State sources estimate that full team testing occurred around 7.30 p.m. Friday night and that by 11 p.m. that evening, they still hadn't gotten word on test results. There's a lot of frustration from the NC State side of things on the lack of communication during that frame. In NIL news, Sports Illustrated's Ross Dellinger sourced a copy of the NCAA's temporary NIL solution, which includes basically waiving bylaw 12. Dellinger also publishes a copy of the proposed NIL form that athletes would complete and submit to their school for NIL reporting purposes. Sportico's Michael McCann analyzes the new document, writing, quote, The policy draws on more cautious language that is generally found with NCAA rules. For example, athletes at schools should report their NIL activities consistent with school requirements. The use of should rather than shall or must is logical given that the NCAA's policy consists of guidelines rather than express rules. Yet it also invites interpretive questions for athletic department compliance officers. It notes that NIL can't disguise pay for play, such as NIL compensation being contingent on a recruit enrolling at a particular school. A violating school would breach their NCAA membership contract and face repercussions. Purdue Associate AD of Compliance Tom Mitchell, given the fact that the state of Indiana will not have a state law in effect on July 1st, said, quote, zero panic. I know some other colleges are. For us, we put together our task force over 14 months ago. We've been looking and diagnosing wherever the lines are drawn. In a way, it doesn't matter because we need to make sure all the things we are currently doing in terms of education and process are there. Then we're going to augment it. Once the lines are drawn, we'll adapt. Southern Utah announces a multi-year department-wide partnership with Influencer that will include Verified. And Louisville will partner with CLC and Game Plan for use of Compass, which includes online NIL education, NIL disclosure, and reporting platforms and career services. In Nebraska news, the Lincoln Star Journal's Stephen Sippel points to highly connected Sports Illustrated scribe Lars Anderson's report that Big 12 Executive Associate Commissioner for Football Ed Stewart is likely to be the next AD at Nebraska. Sippel writes, quote, If Stewart is Nebraska's next AD, we could get an announcement in the coming week. No reason to dink around. I get the feeling this fan base is in no mood for a protracted search. Folks are a little on edge, it seems. Stewart is a UNL and former Big 8 Defensive Player of the Year. And CBS's Dennis Dodd says he too is hearing that Stewart is, quote, a favorite to be the new AD at Nebraska. Dodd also reports that Nebraska began reaching out to AD candidates this weekend, and there's no word yet on financial terms of outgoing Huskers AD Bill Moose's exit. 
In personnel news, College AD reports that Alabama AD Greg Byrne has promoted Crimson Tide Assistant AD for Development Burns McNeil to Senior Associate AD for Development. Athletic Director U and WME's Robert Lattenville release full 2021 compensation on Autonomy 5 baseball head coaches with 10 skippers at $1 million or more. With the College World Series Finals starting tonight, Vanderbilt's Tim Corbin tops the list at $1.658 million, while Mississippi State's Chris Limonis is at $750,000. Of particular note, quote, the average total compensation for this cohort has steadily increased from $437,000 in 2017-18 to $589,000 in 2019-20 to the current total compensation average of $619,000. And the current total compensation average will undoubtedly further increase as contract information becomes available throughout the summer from new coach hires at elite programs, as well as contract extensions and renegotiations. And speaking of one of those, contract details for newly named LSU baseball head coach Jay Johnson include a five-year deal that will pay him $6.5 million in total. The first-year salary is $1.2 million, with $50,000 bumps annually. And SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey explains to the SEC Network's Paul Feinbaum that the league will not be as accommodating to unvaccinated individuals or opponents this year, and goes on to explain that although the league cannot require players and coaches to get the vaccine, quote, what we can do is remove our roster numbers from last year and say, you're responsible to have a healthy team and be present at the scheduled time on the scheduled date to play. That very clearly says you're going to have to adjust your thought process, your operations, in order to make sure you play. That's your D1T in 5 for the morning of Monday, June 28th. I'm Connor Newcomb, reminding you to join us back here this evening.